You are tuned in to DAR Media. We are here with our weekly collision preview. We're going to do a little bit of uh, Money in the Bank, maybe. Uh, do a little yeah. bit of looking back at a Forbidden Door, because um, we got some interesting takes on some things that happened there and some things that were hot topics of discussion this week. Um, <laughs> and then also, True has a special segment he's about to introduce. But real quick, we just want to take a minute. Um, it'll be the day after once this is posted. Uh, but we just want to say uh, condolences to Darren Drozdov's family and loved ones. Um, RIP had a really interesting run, a noteworthy run. Like, you know, people of my age and true age remember him or are going to remember him. Um, and not sure. just for the accident, for the interesting stuff he was involved in. Um, shame how that <laughs> went down for him. And uh, it's a shame he left us so early because he was always pretty inspirational whenever he was on like Dark Side of the Ring or anything like that where um, he was just like super upbeat and like not mad about life. And, um, you know, was a really positive guy. So uh, go easy, bro. And um, RIP. For sure. You know, rest in peace to drives, man. Uh, I, I, real quick, I will say, I remember watching Beyond the Mat. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where he where, peeked where, on cue, yeah. Yeah, where Vince is like, he's got a joke. Yeah. And, like, and I was just like, that dude is crazy, man. So definitely RIP to drives, man. For sure. But as you mentioned, uh, is a segment here. Uh, AW5 Forever is currently in stores now. It is on Steam, PC. I uh, believe it's on, I think it's still on PlayStation 4, Xbox, uh, I believe Xbox One and Xbox Series SNX. Also on PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch. And of course, yours truly is a part of the AEW Fight Forever soundtrack. But I'm not alone have a ton of great, great artists um, that are on this soundtrack. And I got a chance to chop it up with a couple of them. If you actually go to YouTube, there's actually a long form, about almost two hours of interviews uh, done by my boy Omega Sparks, who I got to speak with to, uh, today about AW Fight Forever, his role in it. Uh, let's get into it with my man Omega Sparks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. DAR Sports Media. We are here with one of the amazing artists that was a part of this AEW Fight Forever soundtrack. You know we're talking AEW Fight Forever. Going to get a little bit more into the game a little later. But without further ado, let's introduce my man, Omega Sparks, What's right up? now. Man, <laughs> you uh, man, you, you, you just one of them ones, brother, man. You know, we... Uh, you know, we, we we got a lot of love for you. Appreciate you here uh, at DAR, man. So uh, if you could, real quick, tell everybody what you did uh, in this AEW Fight Forever game in terms of songs and stuff like that. Because you, you got a couple joints on here, man. You got a couple I, joints. I got a couple joints on here. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Omega Sparks. So uh, I got a victory, uh, which is uh, victory uh, and... Up in the clouds, up in the clouds is Scorpio Sky's theme song that he rocked for his uh, his championship run, yeah. and uh, and it's got, that's gonna be in game. Uh, also, the song uh, "Victory," which is the uh, uh, Jay Lethal uh, theme song. So they brought they both started on the "Who We Are" celebration of uh, of African American wrestlers, and then those songs you know led to being on TV representing Scorpio Sky and, and Jay Lethal, and now in the video game, AEW Fight Forever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
So what was it like for you just getting to getting the news that the music was going to be in the game? Like, how did you feel that, that moment you heard it? Yeah, you know, I was ecstatic. I'm, I, you know, I'm in love with it. You know, uh, this is I've been hoping, wishing, praying, fighting to get in a, a new like a current gen video game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yes. The last time I was in a major placement was Killer Instinct on Xbox One. And that was a crazy time. That was seven years ago, you know, and I've got in smaller indie games. You know, I'm I'm big on, you know, just getting in game, you know, because once you get in game on a, on a game, no matter how big it is, you are cementing your voice, your legacy, your artistry forever with that game. And so, you know, being a part of a, a big game like AEW Fight Forever, I was I was over the moon, man. I was I was up in the clouds literally. Uh, <laughs> I'm just excited for this moment, man. And and I, I tell you, man, just I, I you know I remember the moment we got the we all I think we all got the confirmation in a uh, in like a group message uh, that it was that was yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And yep. you know I think I sat there for a while. And I, I remember I called a couple people. I said, <laughs> "Hey, man, y'all, I was like, y'all make sure." Y'all get that AEW video That's game. Right. Like, they, and this is months ago. So they're like, man, it don't come out when it come out. I said, I don't know. But yeah. when it come out, y'all better get that junk. Like, get it. Get yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of, no, speaking of, real quick, before we get in AEW stuff, you got some other news uh, about some placements. You know, placements and checks is what we've placements. been talking about for a while. Yes. I tell you, you know, when I first when I first saw you say that phrase, you know, placements and checks, I'm like, yeah, that that encapsulates this season of my life. I'm all about licensing. You know, I, I teach this stuff, actually mentor music artists and I teach them like there's three there's three life cycles to a song. You know, it's, it's the celebration phase. It's the marketing phase and then it's the licensing phase. And so for everybody that has songs that's done played their course over the radio and stuff there's still another life cycle you haven't tapped into, which is the placements and the checks, you know what I'm saying? Get, getting the song licensed and placed, you know, in video games, movies, commercials, and, and what have you. So, uh, you know, shout out to my man, Omega, uh, Omega, uh, Mega Ran. I said Omega Ran. Mega <laughs> Ran. Him and I uh, created a song where it started uh, with uh, our, our brothers, uh, Zed Tabani and Andre Shogotch. Um we created this dope song uh, for Street Fighter Six and CEO mm. Gaming, one of the largest fighting game tournaments in the world, doing millions of dollars every single year. Um, they actually licensed the song to represent Street Fighter Six this year. The tournament just went down this past weekend and like over 500,000 people got a chance to check out the song. And it's also uh, track two on my upcoming, I mean, on my album Overdrive that dropped three weeks ago. And so, you know, my new album just dropped and already got, you know, a couple songs off of it already licensed in the video sure. game world. So I'm, I'm very happy. But yeah, yeah, we celebrating that. Placements and checks. And That's checks. it. Yes. And make sure and make sure y'all go to Spotify, Apple, uh, with Amazon. If you use title, make sure you check title out. Yeah. iHeartRadio might have it. I don't know if Pandora has it because I don't know, I know what right. they're doing now. <laughs> but uh, whatever, whatever you can, whatever you get your music from, make sure you definitely go ahead and check out that new album. Uh, really quick, I want to get your thoughts because we all we all wrestling fans. You know, oh, we yeah. all we all enjoy wrestling. Yeah. So, and I asked Blizz this, and I asked him. I said, you know, we're 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 
without saying our ages, you know, we're we we you know we're we're we're, we're grown men, <laughs> so we we've been watching wrestling for for quite some time. Now, AW Collision. A lot of us, I think, a lot of people I've talked to, they said Collision has a different feel than other stuff that they've watched. Uh, from AEW, do you get that same feeling too when you when you uh, check out the show? Yeah, a little bit, but it, I mean, it's still on brand. You know, it's, yeah. still, it's still on brand. I kind of like that though. I like when there's new wrinkles and new, you know, it, it shows that the the production team behind the scenes they're they're playing with thing, they're playing with things, they're experimenting with things, you know, all for the intention of I guess like re, you know reaching a broader audience and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. You know, I I love it. You know, I feel like it's it's still on brand. They're just taking chances. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, are you excited about uh, anything upcoming with uh with with this with this AW product? Any storylines? Anything you've seen that, that that's got your interest right now on, on the program? You could call me bias, but the the reintroduce the reintroduction of Scorpio Sky. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Sky Sky's coming back. You know he had some injuries. You know saying he he's he's back. I'm interested what they're gonna do with him. You know what I'm saying former champion. Um, first, uh, if I'm not mistaken, first African American man to, um, you know, to to win a belt with the company, and he's back. And uh, you know, he had a really dope storyline before he left. You know, with Paige Van Zandt and 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 everything, um, and you know, former tag team partners and stuff like that. So I'm interested what my boy doing. I have an invested interest in in his continued rise to success, and I wish him well. That's hey man, and definitely shout out to Scorpio Sky for sure. Um, real quick, the, the question that, that I got from some of the listeners that they want us to ask everybody who comes up here is what was the first thing that made you take to wrestling? Like the first thing you saw where you said, I got I want to watch this. Oh, WrestleMania. Wrestle oh god, was it WrestleMania three? Yo, my favorite wrestler back in the day was Ricky Steamboat. Mm, okay. And then he brought out the kimono dragon against Randy Macho Man Savage, I think, in WrestleMania 3, 2 or 3. Right? That's crazy for me. It was 3. It was 3. That's that's what did it for me. I was like, whew. Okay. You know, um, so, yeah, you know, him and Junkyard Dog, Coco Beware. Those were my my three favorites from back in the day. Uh, And... I loved everything back then, you know what I'm saying? And 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 that's as a kid, you know, I was watching the I was watching the Hulk Hogan uh wrestling show, you know what I'm saying? The WWE oh, yeah, yeah. uh cartoon show they had back in the yeah. day. I go back that far, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's hey man. Look, we 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 just did a show with um with Savannah Evans from Impact mm. talking about talking a little bit about it. And, and I, it's just funny listening to how everybody else took to uh, you know what? What really you know made people gravitate towards wrestling? And I, I hear a lot of Macho Man's and Ricky Steamboats and and you know for for, for people who are a little bit younger, you know I hear you know the the, the Austins and the Rocks and and, and all that stuff too. But I don't, I don't want to take too much of your time. You know we got to get back into this uh, AEW Fight Forever uh, preview we've been doing and and this Collision preview. But you know it's the wrestling business. You always got to do your cheap plugs. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Let's go go and get them shoot plugs out, man. Let everybody know where they can find. Obviously, you got yeah. the new album, but any other thing, anything else you're working on right now? Right now, it's, it's just full steam with the album and celebrating with with uh with you and 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 the rest of everyone for this big occasion with AEW Fight Forever. But y'all can find me anywhere: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere uh, at Omega Sparks. 
and I'm just I'm just happy to be in the community, man. It's it's lovely, and I'm just I'm just happy, man. Hey, man, we 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 happy you here. We happy you a part of this community, and we just want to keep you know seeing you shine, brother. But one last question before we before we let you get out of here: What's next for Omega Sports? Like, what is next? Like, you you accomplished a lot, yeah. But you know. When, when when you're driven, you're a go getter, like like all of us are. Right. It's always there's always a what's next. There's more. So what's right. next for you? Like if you have a goal, like a specific goal that you want to hit. Yo, you know we we placements checks. We getting milestones in these video games. You know what's next for me is getting into voice acting. Uh, getting into voice acting. Like uh, I got a small production team. We working on some crazy things. Uh, you know, just I got a new comic book. This coming out in a couple months called MCs uh with uh with my boy Swats which is also on nice. the AW Fight Forever joint uh and then beyond that working on you know audio adventure just really pushing myself you know I've, I've been doing this music for decades now so it's like let's go after big fish let's let's push ourselves to the point where it's uncomfortable where you can create can you create in that space and still be on point and cutting edge when it's uncomfortable you know when you're using muscles and using elements of your creative arts that, that you don't normally use, you know, can you still be dope? Can you still be cutting edge? So right now that's the biggest challenge for me, the comic book and then audio adventure coming out later this year, early next year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure everybody's on the lookout for what's coming next from Omega Sparks, brother. We appreciate your time. And uh, we'll be right back with some more AW fight forever talk. Well, that was awesome hearing about that game. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big dog plugged in like Powerhouse Peagle or True God over here, so I didn't get an advanced copy of the game, but I'm excited to play it at some point. Um, <laughs> also, uh, looks like quick, the kind of stuff that I like. Also, real quick, um, you know, Omega Sparks is, is very uh, he's very important to to this process because he organized, like I said, a, a, a like a, a big Zoom meeting with all of the artists that are on the soundtrack. Of course, shout out to Mikey Ruckus, but. I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention there's one other person that I connect with very well because we're from the same city. We're from Baltimore. Uh, his name is Blizz. He has worked in the business for 16 years. And I wanted to actually sit down and talk with him, not just about the video game, but wrestling in general. So I got a chance to chop it up with him a little bit about Collision also, which you know we'll be talking about here. But I just want to say Blizz is one of the realest dudes I came across in this business. Um, he is an amazing talent, an amazing rapper. We got songs together. I actually got a song with him and Josiah Williams and uh, Sir Tizzy um, coming out very soon. Uh, we got a song on AW5 Forever together, which is Fish and Chips, Anthony and Google's, uh, you know, sometimes theme. So, yeah, that's a name you don't hear very often, Anthony and Google nowadays. But, uh, yeah, so real quick, a couple minutes with my man, Blizz. Why don't you introduce him? Give him the proper Baltimore welcome, you know. So, without further ado, my brother is Blizz. Yo, yo, DAR Sports Media, we are here with my main man, Blizz, man. Uh, yeah. He is a part of the soundtrack of AW Fight Forever with, with myself, Sir Tizzy, Josiah Williams, a ton of us, man. It's a ton of us, Omega Sparks. Uh, really want really want to get a chance to chop it up with him for just a couple minutes and just talk about what it means to be a part of AW5 Forever, uh, the soundtrack. And um, I mean, if y'all don't know, Blizz has a 
extended history in professional wrestling. Uh, I thought I had a long history till I met this motherfucker. So uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I've been in this game. I've been in this game 10 years, 11 years. And I was like, oh, shit. No, I ain't done nothing yet. Okay. So, uh, but no, walk, welcome to the show, Blizz, man. Um, how, how you feeling, man? The game comes out. Uh, well, by the time they hear this, the game will be out. So how you how you feeling about uh how you feeling about this man? How you feeling about the game hey. and having a song in the game? Hey man, well first thanks for having me. You know, I always appreciate the support, you know, actually having the support and especially to be in Baltimore together and actually be support one another is always special. Um sure. you know that to have to have music in the game, you know, uh I mean that's it's something that if you're a gamer, it's something that you always dreamed about, you know, like uh, I, you know, I ain't going to give out my age, but, you know, I didn't see, uh, seen some systems in my day. And, you hmm. know, when you, when you think about even the small things that like, uh, you know, SmackDown versus Raw, you know, or, or just a no mercy and all that. And you hear the evolution of what music is in the game to be able to say your voice is in a game, you know, to help set the tone of a game, to help make the experience better. And even to share that, if you got kids, if you got nephews, nieces or whatever, for people to always know they can't take that away from you. I think that's a special experience to have to finally be able to do that at this point in my career. For sure. For sure, man. And, uh, you know, real quick, what 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 songs are on, uh, in this game that you that you did? Uh, from what I do know, it is Fish and Chips um, uh, contributed to that for the Anthony Agogo theme. That's on period uh, for the Kiara Hogan theme with uh, with Sir Tizzy and Tamara Slade, his sister, who was our producer. And then Shine, uh, the Nyla Rose theme. For sure, for sure. I, I got a chance to actually listen uh, to the playlist. Uh, I got an early copy of AW Fight Forever. Uh, shout out to shout out to the plug. And, nice. um, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I got a chance to just listen to it. I put I put all the songs from the uh, Who We Are Volume One album. Um, volume One. I just want to just want to say that. What are we on here? Volume One. We'll, we'll see yeah. what two. In all capitals. Volume yeah. One. Yeah. Volume One. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm really excited to just get a chance to, you know, and for those who don't know the Fish and Chips, Anthony Gogo song, that is myself, Blizz, Sir Tizzy and mega ran uh shout out hey. to mega as well and yeah, that yeah. is uh you know it, it's just surreal hearing songs that like you know it's one thing hearing your songs on spotify it's one thing hearing your songs like seeing your seeing your music on like apple music spotify and stuff like that but I, and it's another thing hearing it on television which uh I, I know you've you got to hear your song uh on television um for mm-hmm. well i mean really we all did we, we got yeah you know, everybody came out to the song at least once so yeah. uh I, th- I thought that was really dope but Another thing I wanted to get your get your opinion on is with AW Fight Forever, it feels like there's like a little bit of momentum going on with with the with the, with the company in terms of AW Collision coming. Um, if AW Forbidden Door, have you had a chance to catch any of the Collision Forbidden Door stuff uh, that's happened this last couple of weeks? I have watched both episodes of Collision. Um, I did get a chance to see Forbidden Door. There's still there's still parts that I haven't seen. I saw all the main you know, steak and potatoes of Forbidden Door. But I've been keeping yeah. up. Yes, I've been, even though when I'm not home, that's what they make DVR for. So yes, I have finished both episodes of Collision. And what, what's, what's your thoughts? A lot of, I've hearing a lot of people say Collision has a different feel from Dynamite. Uh, based on what you've seen, do you feel that that's, that's, a, that's a true statement? I think it's a true statement because the presentation feels different. The look of it feels different. Like it, it feels... 
what's the best way to say it? like i don't want to say it feels cleaner because that's not what i want to mean but it has this like kind of sharper appeal where you know like sometimes rampage and dynamite kind of have the same look but the yeah. look of collision even even the matchups feel a little different where you know we don't really get to see a lot of the the bigger men always you know fight but on yeah. collision you do get to see Miro. You do get to see Will Hobbs, you know? So I'm like, all right, bet. Maybe I get to see Lance Archer again, you know? Like, it's yeah. certain stuff like that where it feels like this is more of a fight as opposed to, you know, more of a, um, more, more like of the, I don't want to say, I, I don't like to say smaller guy, more of a like high flying, you kind of get what the pattern's going to be. This feels like, you know, you might really get that, that oomph, that big fight, that Brody. I want to see a Brody King you know, with a mirror. And it's like, this is the place where you're going to get kind of that grit of the ground of who's the better yeah. fighter in wrestling to do it. Yeah. No, I, I, man, I agree with you hundred percent that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm about to send some, some text messages out right now. I like my <laughs> book, somebody book Brody King versus mirror on TV, brother. We need that. Yeah. We need that for sure. But I, I want to take too much of your time up. I, you know, no, we both, we both busy brothers. So yeah. um, real quick for everybody who is listening, Drop all your, uh, you know, your, 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 we do cheap, you know, cheap plugs. Let's hit them with all your cheap plugs, brother. Hey, you could you find me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, under It's Blizz, I-T-S-B-L-I-Z, you know, music and everything. Just look for Blizz. You'll see it. Uh, just drop. Uh, this is Busted Open for the Busted Open crew. More stuff to come. Like I said, we got this special project with the one and only True God, you know, and, and Wrestling Flow and Sir Tizzy that will be dropping really, really soon. True understands the music game. You got to understand the space enough when you drop your stuff. But just be on the lookout because we are here to entertain. We are here to put the music out that makes things the best it can be. And we're here to support one another. That's that's I couldn't have said it better myself, brother. Well, once again, y'all, make sure y'all check out Blizz. Shout out Sir Tizzy. Shout out to uh, Tamira Slay. Shout out everybody that's a part of aw fight forever soundtrack because that soundtrack is amazing uh shout out to everybody that was a part of the who we are volume one uh album <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that dropped but uh we're we, we gonna be back uh with some more talk about aw collision right after this there you go big true god and blizz chopping it up speaking of chopping it up there's a lot of chops on this goddamn forbidden door show last sunday um uh-huh. I guess we'll start off. We'll start off with the overall takes on the show, and I think that I'm glad that it's just me and you, and it's not a bunch of people because it's only one person I'm gonna have to have have tomatoes thrown at me. Um, <laughs> it's not. No, the sh- show was good. The show was good. The show was good. Uh huh. I'm waiting for it. Uh, my thing is, it. is I just I personally don't find the entire concept that appealing to me it's just matches there's there isn't it's just like like exhibitions right like um oh uh okada and danielson had a had a decent angle to it like we're gonna find out who the real best of the world is um which honestly the omega osprey with all of the background that came before it had a similar kind of thing we're gonna find out who the real best is between the young yeah. lion trying to come up and, and a guy who was already seen that way um, but otherwise, kind of just matches. Um, sure, there were some titles on the line, but did anybody really think that Tana was taking the belt off of MJF? Did anybody... uh, I know two people. I know two people who thought that. Well, uh, 
but they're not the I'm sharpest. Gonna, I'm going to save my reaction to that. Uh, they're they're not the sharpest. They're not the sharpest now. Okay, so. well, there you go. You said it, not me. Um, I just didn't I didn't really have much reason to believe that a title change was going to happen in any of the matches. Um, nah. The BCC and uh, Elite was just another one of those matches. Um, although I, I loved uh, BCC's entrance. Um, that was that was fucking awesome. But uh, so uh, in general, Forbidden Door is really not my show. Really good stuff. Good action. Um, the obviously so then well okay well before we do the the will osprey omega discourse um and that's <laughs> actually where we'll kind of be missing a big panel because i would have loved for like four of us to all have the exact same opinion on this because i'm very confident that me and you are going to have the same opinion on this but um forbidden door i know you i know you're a big fan of the concept you're a big fan of the show um Big fan is, a, is probably a little bit of a stretch. Uh, oh, okay. Surprisingly okay. Enough. So, you know, I'll tell the truth. You know, I, I grew up uh, reading Inside Wrestling, um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, The Wrestler. I used to go to Giant Supermarket with my grandma, and I used to sit in there and, and read those books. And so I would see New Japan, All Japan, you know, uh, all the Mexican promotions and stuff like that. Like, I saw all those things. And I was curious then, I was curious about those promotions, but I guess in, in a way, uh, I didn't care either. <laughs> so, you know, and so I think, you know, as a, as a, like as a kid, you don't have that same excitement. So as an adult, I've grown to appreciate New Japan over the years, um, for sure. You know, I think they, they have some great wrestlers there. Let me clarify. Um, I like New Japan. I like the wrestlers. I, I'm a big fan of their workers. Um, but I just, if none of them were going to stay, if, if none of yeah. it's going to, you know what I mean? Like, I would much rather one of those guys come here for a run and and kick it off at Forbidden Door or do something like that, where you could actually buy into them being a big part of something continuing or winning a belt or, you know what I mean? Like I, I like NJBW a lot. I watch Russell kingdom. Like, uh, you know, I'm excited when their guys sign over here. Um, was super pumped on my old podcast was talking nonstop when Shinsuke got signed by the WWE big fan of his. I like, I do. I like NJBW, but the difference to me is like, you know, back in the day, guys like great Muda would be a, a part of a run in WCW. You know what I mean? That these people would come. Bull Nakano would come over and be part of a run in WWF. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just like a one night. Here are some matches, which is cool because like you don't get to see him perform. Like I was really excited to go to the uh, the NJPW Ring of Honor show in Madison Square Garden a few years back because I was so excited. I was like, I get to watch Tanahashi. I get to watch you know Okada. I get to watch these guys that. You never Wait, get to yeah, see. This is this is 2019, right? Yeah, I was at the same show. That's, That's where all the good people. It was so hot in that building last night, but that was part of what made it cool. Yeah, no, I, I had a couple I, of guys from uh, England over here, and they had never been to Madison Square Garden before, and they that was my first literally time. were going up the tunnel, and you could see that roof, and they were all yep. just like it's it breathless. And then we got in there, and it was. The crowd was hot. It was hot in the arena. It was so fucking cool, man. That was such a such a cool, cool night. Um, but we are going off the reservation here. So you're really not that into 
Forbidden Door. That makes two of us. Well, okay, so the reason why is because I like AEW for the stories that AEW tells. For the for the you know, I like watching Punk and and Jay White and Samoa Joe, and I like watching you know Adam Cole, MJF. I like watching that, and I think if they can find a way to just make it say Okada, maybe Tanahashi, maybe one other guy from New Japan coming over for a pay per view, I would like that more. Basically, what you're probably going to see on All In. You know, I think all in, maybe all out too. You know, I think you'll see some of that. You'll probably see Okada working one of those, if not both. Um, you know, maybe not Tanahashi, but Osprey definitely probably was working all in, if I had to guess. So I like that versus an entire car where you're just like, hey, we got this guy. Hey, we got that guy. Hey, we got that guy. We need a secret partner. Who's our partner? Like, I don't mind it though, because at the end of the day, that is as a standalone event. It's just a bunch of dope matches. So, um, but I, but once again, the matches that excited people the most were matches that had built-in stories already. You wanted to see Danielson versus Okada because it's a dream match. That that sells itself. You know, I think like dream matches sell themselves. Uh, Omega versus Osprey. We've seen what they can do prior, and now you want to see it again. I would love to see that shit again too. So <laughs> one more time. So you know, it's one of those things where. You have those moments and it's magnetic. It works. Like MJF versus Tanahashi, I didn't really care too much for it, but I know a lot of people had said for you know last two years or so they would like to see Tanahashi and MJF go at it, and I, I didn't think it was a bad match. I just I didn't care about it that much. But I think a Forbidden would be better if it was just built around dream matches, big matches only for the for the New Japan. And AW thing, and then they could do, you know, New Japan based matches and some of their stories, and then AW like on the undercard. But you have three to four big matches with like the biggest stars of, you know, like a Punk versus Tanahashi or Punk versus Okada with Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Omega versus who? You know, I think that makes more sense than just saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw Ishii in in this tag match, and we're gonna throw you know him over here, and we're gonna put Kojima here to go against Punk and randomly in the tournament. Like, or, that's the only thing that threw me off. My little idea I had when we were talking with uh, Savannah Evans the other day, um, I would love it if Forbidden Door was really Forbidden Door, kind of like the first All Out was, or All In, excuse me, um, where anybody could show up. You just you have no idea. A lot of matches with open spots, open challenges, um, you know, things like that, where we could get a, a Josh Alexander showing up, where we could get um, – you know, you, you name some guys from MLW, Alex Kane, Hammerstone, whoever, you know what I'm saying, could could show up and, and be, get a holy shit reaction out of the crowd for a couple of matches. Um, That would be that would be fucking I would love that. Right. Right. Um, just because it's it's surprises. You can get these guys some exposure. Maybe one of those guys could go on a little run. Um, Things of that nature. A Zack Ryder. That would be cool. That would be interesting. Too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I have a strongly belief we're both betting men, uh, you know, because who? I was a bet man, no. Both me and True are degenerate betting men. Um, if I was a betting man, I'd say me and you were going to have the same take on this. Probably. Tiger Driver, Tiger Driver 91. All this discourse this week. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to say. Uh, you know, with the with Forbidden Door, I'm not gonna lie, I tuned out uh, at times. You know, I tuned out 
at times. Um, and I think it's just because of the fact, honestly, like I don't watch, I don't actually watch the shows all the time every week. Now, now I am because you know, we're, we're doing this, <laughs> but prior, it's why not. it's actually why I didn't want to do this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, but opportunity it, it, comes knocking, so it is what it no, is. It's crazy because like I was I was talking to my to one of my friends and I said I said, Man, they know like I hadn't watched Wrestling Weekly, honestly, uh in a long time, you know. And you know, I got YouTube TV just to, you know, kind of keep up with AW. Plus I knew my song was gonna be on TV quite often. So I, you know, I wanted to have that. But like for the most part, you know. It takes a lot to get my attention nowadays because I've been a wrestling fan for so long. And it's like, if you, you know, it has to be really good. And the only thing that I want to talk about, in all honesty, is just the only thing I, I think is noteworthy from Forbidden Door is Omega versus Osprey. And I, I, I will say this I did like Punk versus Kojima. I did like that match. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Uh, obviously, Punk only got about 10, 11 minutes, so he can't go out there and have like a classic. But I think with the little bit of time he had, I think it was a really good match. One of my favorites of the night. Um, I know everybody liked the five on five, uh, the elite versus BCC and and, and all of them. Uh, I thought every, it was cool. Every, everyone is a strong statement. It, well, most people. I, I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't give a shit. It, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite match of the night. Um, but you you know you know the elite fans. You know it wouldn't be a collision. Uh, preview show with us <laughs> ruffling a little feathers. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Dave Meltzer might have gave that four and a half, five stars. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what his ratings are because I don't really give a shit. But I'm sure he he, he did. But I, I I think Punk versus Kojima. I think it shows that what what Punk can do, and I think Punk working heel during that match was excellent. I think him working as a heel. I love Punk. Punk as a heel is one of the greatest wrestlers like ever. Like he's one of the greatest already. But as a fucking heel, he is so it's it's so it's so fluid. It's just easy. It just works. So, uh, uh, but that that's probably my second favorite match of the night. But Omega vs. Osprey is all I want to talk about. Nothing else. There's nothing else. And Danielson vs. versus Okada was good, but it's hard to follow a match that has 40 minutes. I disagree. And... There's nothing else. We're but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, okay. Now I'm curious. Here's what you. What else you like? Because like, I don't hey, remember much of it. So Tony and Willow fucking shredded it. Oh no, you're right. You know what? That right. match was fucking badass, especially the last ten minutes of it. They kicked the shit out of each other. That was such a good fucking match. Such a good fucking match. No, nah, I, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, but I, I absolutely it did not feature a Tiger Driver '91. So what do we what do we think of all this discourse this week? Tiger Driver '91. I mean. Look, man. Uh, honestly, uh, well, no, I will say this real quick. Real quick, I think Willow is doing great, but I, I do want to mention one thing, and I think this is obvious. If Mercedes Monet does not get hurt, that Tony Storm match more than likely ends up hers. I think that was probably the direction they were going. I know people say the Soraya match was 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 thing. I can tell you. From directly from people who work at that same place, that was not the match. Um, but I can say that Mercedes Monet was in talks to be at Forbidden Door, and I think Willow getting the the Mercedes Monet run is dope because that's what she's getting. Hell and yeah. and I think when the eventual rematch happens, 
sooner than later. Um, when that rematch happens, I think that's going to be now. I think it's a big marquee match because Willow is even bigger now because of this. So, um, but you keep mentioning Tiger Driver ninety one. I'll be honest. Uh, I there's, there's a lot of discourse on that. I really could care less. <laughs> I really could care less, man. Um, you know, pe- people you break out moves that people don't use all the time, and people people seem to give 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 a shit more than I do. Um, I just like I just like watching wrestling, man. I don't I don't like I don't mark out for moves that I haven't seen at all. Your moves, that, oh, I don't use this move. I don't mark out for shit like that. So if it's just, if it looks dope, it looks dope. But I don't mark out for it anymore. Oh, I Maybe mean, just, ago. you know, all these people who aren't wrestlers scream into the high heavens about how they shouldn't do that. And that's too dangerous. Unsafe. And, unsafe. Yeah. yeah I, I heard like, but, but it's and like, I got to get out the dragon Zord, uh, trumpet and call in Eric Stevens and he can fucking tell them how stupid they fucking are. But yeah, what do you think you know, of all funny. the people saying it's they're unsafe? His thing. These moves are special. because they're special for a reason. Not not everybody does them. Not everybody does a tiger driver, but it's like these things have existed in wrestling for so long. And it's been something. And I think when you see stuff that comes from Japan or you see stuff that comes from, you know, just from a different country or and not that it, you know, you only see it in a different country, but it's like stuff that you see more so overseas. America I think a lot of American wrestling fans, and I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of American wrestling fans is way too sensitive about things that don't affect the wrestlers who are actually in the actual matches. And it's like, yo, like if this person's okay with taking this, okay. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. That's it. If they're okay with taking this move, if they're okay with doing the move, then what what like what does it matter? That's the end of it. It's it. And that's this is where I think sometimes the, the plot gets lost. Uh wrestling Twitter, um wrestling fans in general it's like yo just enjoy the matches and do a little thing and i like to call shut the fuck up let the Bro, professionals like, do the professional things let them do their job man like yeah. <laughs> like nobody's coming to your job and telling you how to do this and do that like you know, it's just, it's like, and I get we're fans. So there's certain things like if you, I could see, I could see you saying, oh, maybe I didn't like that spot because it felt like it was not, you know, it didn't fit the match at that moment. You can say that if that's what you want to say, but that's, that's just you as a fan and what you, what you like and what you dislike. The safety of the wrestlers is up to the wrestler. You know, I mean, the company is not, if the company's not like, oh, we shouldn't have had them do that, then, then what do you care? If the rest was not hurt and they're fine, what does it matter? That's all. So, if the rest, you know. Same take. Just two grown-ass men who are professionals, two of the best in the world. I, I mean, I think as far as the execution of moves and the execution of athletic athleticism in the ring, we're talking top 10, at least, both of them. So, yeah. if, exactly, they're two grown-ass men who worked this out. If Kenny take feels confident taking it and Almost just as, if not more importantly, Osprey feels confident in performing it. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. It's Kenny was fine. Upon further looking at it, it looked like he, I'm not going to give stuff away or act like I know what I'm talking about, but other angles, it seemed like he was just fine. It's almost like he knows what the fuck he's doing. 
you're so afraid of these people getting hurt. Literally, their fucking jobs is to trick you into thinking they're getting hurt. Like <laughs> exactly. So selling, I, and, and I think, and I think, I think Kenny is a, one of the like best sellers. Uh, and and I know he's funny. He used to get flack. People used to say like, "Oh, Omega Style, like Omega Style doesn't, uh, he doesn't sell enough, or or the 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 elite don't, you know, like for a while things that hurt some people." Criticize, but I think he's a great seller. I think he's a great storyteller. I think that's the best part of the match is that they're telling a story and the exactly, story that absolutely, they told, exactly. Yeah, like it's a story that they're telling. You have to, and the Tiger Driver fits in the story. It fits within the story. You're doing anything you can do to win a match because you've given them everything. You've given them, you know, this move, that move, your finishing move, this, that, this, that. Don Callis is out here. Like you've got every different. Like they're trying to win. That's desperation. Tiger Driver 91 comes out in desperation because you want to win. It's story. It's what 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 do they what do the kids call it now? Wrestling cinema. Is that what they that what yeah, they call yeah, it? Yeah, that yeah. the word they use now? They use that fucking so, yeah. They call it that. Something that's a play. It's a story I've told for a long time. This happened at the uh, the 06 Survivor Series. A little story with me, um, and I've been ruffling feathers and getting into com- arguments with fucking idiots about this phrase. But every wrestler that I've talked to and said this phrase in front of, they're like, oh, no, absolutely. You talk about Kenny Omega selling, and it's applicable to this situation where everybody got really scared when they did this move. Survivor Series 06, there's a couple of fucking dipshits sitting in front of me who thought the show was about them. And they were calling out all the moves and saying all the insider terms and saying all this dumb shit. And uh, they kept yelling out. Good sell, good sell. I said, <laughs> anytime that you can say good sell, it's the worst fucking sell. The term sell means to get someone to buy, as in you are buying what you are seeing, as in you think it's actually happening. If you can call something out as good selling, it ain't good fucking selling because you can tell mm-hmm. it's selling. Fucking hello. And when that move happened on Sunday night, I was like, oh, my fucking God, we just watched Kenny Omega get fucking crippled. No, Um, I will say, though, at the end of all this. So we don't. (sighs) Certain elements of Twitter get all upset. I will say at the end of this, um, Crowbar posted a video and I believe he's like a chiropractor and also, you know, like a legend on the indies. Yeah. And. And he said something that I agree with. And maybe you disagree a little bit because you said like this fit the story of the match. And you're right because it was like, Will Ospreay will do anything to anything, any dastardly thing to to finally put to beat Kenny Omega. Um, he's obsessed with it. It's made him evil, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, evil art. Um, but Crowbar said, and I agree, if that move had not been in the match, no one would have walked away saying it was a disappointment. No one would have walked away saying it wasn't a five-star match. No one would have walked away saying, I don't like Will Ospreay anymore. I don't like Kenny Omega anymore. No one would have walked away saying, God damn, that match was fucking amazing, but it didn't have a Tiger Driver 91. I expect. And I will also say that moves that appear to be uh, paralytic are not what I come to watch wrestling to see. I enjoy realistic, hard-hitting wrestling. Um, 
but I don't need to see stuff that appears to have paralyzed somebody. That's not what I'm, it's not like, oh, I don't want to see that, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like I come into matches like, fuck man, I hope somebody, you know, gets their fucking head bent in half. Like, it's just, you know, so full agreements with that. Stuff like that's not really what I'm here for, but they're both grown adults. They're fucking great professionals. Nobody got hurt. Quit fucking crying about it. I think it's we can agree as, there. It's as simple as this, man. If you like the spot, you like the spot. If you don't like the spot, you don't like it. And that's just fine. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like it's okay to not like the spot. It's okay to not, you know, to, to, to think, ah, I wouldn't have done that. Or it wasn't necessary. Totally fine, too. Uh, it's just like, we're wrestling fans, man. And while we'll steer here, real quick, do I want to, yeah, we'll just, you know, follow up from last week. Did you see fucking Uncle Dave after the show? Oh, uh, yeah, everything's cool and shit, actually. Uh, Punk still has some work to do, but everybody's fine. Everything is fine. After they had a show where they're all in the same building and nobody fucking died. Shut I the just fuck wanna, up, you bitch-ass motherfucker. God damn. I just, I just want to point this out. I've said this thousands of times on Twitter. Obviously, like, we, like DAR Sports Media is here to be the official... Uh, be the one behind the gun to old yellow Dave Meltzer. I have said for the last five, six years, I think Dave Meltzer is a cancer, love that word, to the wrestling business because he lives and exists only to push his own agendas by who, who talks to him that week. Chris Jericho. Uh, um, Brandon Cutler, Matthew Hardy. That's right. I'm calling these guys out because I know for a fact they talk talk to him. Uh, but here's the thing: it's nothing wrong with people talking to dirt sheet dirt sheet guys like Meltzer, Brian uh, Brian Alvarez, and and you know people talk to Sean Ross Sapp and 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 the boys at Grapsy all the time. It's nothing wrong with that. I think what it is is that you don't see Sean Ross Sapp putting out. A bunch of agenda filled shit. He's covering this the right way because you're supposed to cover it. And like when people are like, oh, Dave said he doesn't talk to the Bucks or Omega or Hangman. Dur, dur, dur. Here's the thing this is media. Why would you reveal? Yes, the Bucks. <laughs> like, that's just dumb. So people are stupid. But Dave Meltzer is also stupid. Dave Meltzer has no access. This is the truth. His access was revoked by both WWE and AEW in terms of when is the last time you've seen David a scrum? When's the last time you've seen David a show? All out. I mean, we talked about it on the last show. When is the last time he exclusively broke something and didn't just Never. follow up on something that Fightville fucking broke? And that's the truth. The last time we saw Meltzer at an actual scrum, if I'm not mistaken, was all out. 2022 which just so happens to be where brawl out took place between punk and the elite and ever since then the last year what has he done spread a bunch of lies spread a bunch of rumors and he was one of the people who started the lies in the first place about what colt cabana getting quote-unquote fired which he's never been fired from AEW because of cm punk which was false from jump 
this is the problem. And if you if it's been quiet this week, a lot of people say, oh, it's been quiet this week and hasn't said anything because there's nothing to talk about. There's been nothing I, to talk about, but now it's right in front of us. But the reality so now he has to slink back off to his fucking lair. And I was saying this before, and I'm always saying Brawl Out 2022 was the gift they kept on giving to people that work in wrestling media. Because if you don't have followers, if you don't have people that pay attention to what the fuck you say, all you have to do is make up some lies about CM Punk and the elite situation, and people will gravitate to it. If you didn't know who Dave Meltzer was before, say, 2021, 2022, you would just automatically think he's just a CM Punk. He has an issue with CM Punk. Brian Alvarez has had an issue with CM Punk for years and years and years. Ringside News it's kind of the same thing. They're, they're pricks over there, too. Um, all media outlets that have biases and agendas. I think you're all idiots. Dave Meltzer, you're just the oldest of them all. Get it together, brother. Get it together, Uncle Dave. Glad you finally signed off on this there, Dave Arino. Please find another fucking dried out, ready to fall over cow to, cow to milk to death. Um. Let's not spend so much time on fucking haters and losers. Collision. Ready yeah. to rock tomorrow night. That's the fucking show. I think it's the A show in wrestling right now. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, got the card. I, I, I agree with you on that, brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got the card in front I, of me. Another one that looks good. Um, I really can't Chris, wait for next week. Chris Stat really? and Lady Frost in an open challenge. That's very intriguing to me. Both both ladies styles. <laughs> And I'll take more Chris, uh, Lady Frost on my TV anytime I can fucking take it. Um, I, I it's baffling to me how she's still not signed up to any of the, any of these places. Um, well, well, well ah, you, know. Uh, you never know. Maybe I mean, maybe we'll like... see a, a graphic sometime soon. You know what's weird, folks? Is is uh, True's predictions seem to just come true i don't know like 98.9 percent of the time that's kind of weird i don't um, yeah i don't know i don't know yeah you know when i was a kid i used to just guess a lot and i used to just get things right in school because i didn't know shit so maybe that's just what this is i'm just guessing and getting these things right i don't know so i just i think... would i feel like the number one thing that we're probably both looking forward to maybe was dustin rose and powerhouse hobbs ultimate opportunity to <sighs> To finally, they probably have fucked up this powerhouse Hobbs things more times than I have fucking hairs on my head. <laughs> but they got yeah. Dustin Rhodes to do this fucking right. The entrance last week looked fucking incredible. God damn it. This might be the time. This is, you know, I just keep going back. It's like a toxic relationship. I'm like, maybe this is the time they don't fuck up a powerhouse Hobbs pit push. Let's fucking go. I want this to be the ultimate enhancement slash destruction legend puts over a fucking up-and-comer guy match i i agree um i think the time is now for uh powerhouse hops i think he's had i think the way they did his tnt title run was fucking atrocious and i you know i know wardlow is their guy they want to keep reheating wardlow um but i think the time is now i think uh, you know, Hobbs going out there and getting to work with Dustin. Dustin, Dustin is good at what he does. You know, he's, he's always been good at what he does. He, he's a great worker. He's had tons of you know great matches over his career. 
And I think Hobbs need needs that veteran to put you know put him over. And I think there's a path that you can look at, and you can see where they're going with this entire tournament. And I think story wise, I am curious to see how it ends for Powerhouse because I believe he's going all the way to the finals. If I had to just make a prediction, he should. And I think. Very possibly he wins the whole thing. If he doesn't win the whole thing, though, I think all of this work would be for nothing. And I think getting a win over whether it's a Samoa Joe, whether it's a Roderick Strong, whether it's a CM Punk, that all three of those names give you a boost if you beat all three of them. Obviously at different levels, but I I I think Punk returning the favor and putting over Hobbs in the finals is going to legitimize him if that is the plan of course if that ends up being the plan it's the perfect plan it's the it's, it's in and punk can take a loss i mean they just lost the the the, the was it the four and four tag match at collision last week so he could he can take a loss and hobbs being what the second man to pin punk i mean third man to pin punk uh in aw is would be great so i am 100 on board um for those who don't who don't know, I, I mean, I guess it's okay to to, to say that collision was taped uh, Thursday, uh, yesterday, um, and I you know without not spoiling anything, it's just I've heard really good reviews about the match. Uh, oh, I'm 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 fucking sure. I had no doubts whatsoever. This yeah. is going to be fucking awesome. So I'm even more excited now. Um, speaking of uh, spoilers, we're not going to spoil anything. Uh, Unless I missed it, I was only kind of half paying attention to Dynamite the other night because we were busy, and it also looked like Dynamite was fucking awful. Um, Collision's the A I show. That's a fact. I don't see I don't see Punk on here anywhere on this card. Uh, Punk is a part of Collision. He okay. will be. A, he is. He's say actually, no more. He is. He will be on commentary for Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe, which is your main event tomorrow night. So I mean, obviously he's I'm sure that's the winner. A fucking killer match absolutely and i just um, want to point this out about collision really quick i think collision is really becoming these really is the wrestling show you know it's the wrestling yeah. show because you you know you like you get a roderick strong strong versus samoa joe you like really if somebody said like collision gives very much ring of honor 2003 to 2006 vibes and it, it like it does have that because it's it, you got I mean you're you're gonna eventually I'm assuming at some point you're gonna have CM Punk versus Samoa Joe headlining a uh, collision episode if I had to guess um, you're gonna have uh, you know the the Roderick Strong is gonna be on there I think we'll see Adam Cole uh, M- MJF is also supposed to be on this week I think we'll see a lot of those guys and I think you've got those story based guys but also those guys who could just go out there for 20 minutes and put on great matches whereas like dynamite i don't know man like dynamite you can tell there's a difference in who's booking both of those shows even though it's tony signing off on it you can tell who's like there's a two separate creative teams and i think the wrestling minds are really pushing like the wrestling wrestling minds uh are pushing especially like the indie guys who went to like wwe and had that experience too so you can see that they they kind of just want to get uh, focused on back to basics but uh as far as hobbs hobbs is gonna be great you know uh hobbs and dustin rose gonna be great punk on commentary that's a treat because yeah I feel no like he was excellent in his wwe ring 
WWE run. He was I fucking loved Punk on commentary when he was on commentary in the WWE for a, a better part of a year. I don't know. I don't think it was quite a year, but um, I thought that was excellent. Uh, also, I want to briefly just because this kind of not to go back to the Dave thing, but this is reference. <laughs> this is this is a reference to Dynamite actually, and actually reference to be a. Uh, uh, beyond the was it being elite BTE? So there was uh, for anybody who who thinks that we're never going to get the elite versus CM Punk and FTR or whoever CM Punk could team up with. The Young Bucks hinted at them signing five year deals extensions to stay in AEW going forward. So with that being said, I just want to make a quick prediction that we will eventually see the Young Bucks on AEW Collision at some point. Not, of course, specific to the show, but there's really no specific people on the show. In my opinion, I think there's certain mid-card guys, but stars, you can go wherever you want. So I'm making this prediction right now. CM Punk will be on commentary on Collision this week. But I believe the Young Bucks will eventually make their way over to Collision because they have re-signed with AEW. They are locked in. I hope not as EVPs the whole time, but we shall see. So I just want to say Dave Meltzer said, oh, there's a trans. They can go to WWE. No, Dave. No, David. You are being told this by your WWE guys <laughs> who are telling you this, and they're lying to you because directly from people who work in high places in AEW, that is false. The Young Bucks were never actually leaving. I just wanted to add that really quick. I don't call it a bombshell because most people, I think, watch BTE, the elite fans do, but the Bucks are going to do business. Just want to point this out. As I've been telling people for the last fucking year, they might have been a little, you know, a little sketchy about it, but they're going to do business because it's business. We can cut all this shit out. Business is business. You want to make money? You see how CM Punk had the crowd in his hand in Toronto? You see how uh, he has the Chicago crowd. You see how the, the reaction that the Bucks get when they wrestle and Omega gets when he wrestles. Business is about to pick up. I'm calling it very shortly. Very soon, we're going to see that start to take shape. I fully believe that. I just wanted and, to add that in. Because it, it was bothering me that that I saw people say the Young Bucks were leaving because they're absolutely not leaving. Just want to point that out. The last match that we haven't covered yet is a uh, juice and Ricky Starks. I kind of wanted to clarify after last week's show. Um, it was last week of the week, first week. I, one of these weeks I said, you know, um, the Ricky Starks and switchblade J white feud has been terrible. Um, the reason for that, I just want to be clear that the reason for that is because I both think they should be doing both should be doing other things, better things and being on the winning end more than the losing end. Um, that's why I didn't want to even watch when they main evented. Because I'm like, there's no, there's no ending to this that's not fucking stupid. Either Ricky Starks is gonna have to lose, or Jay White's gonna have to lose, or it's gonna be a draw, and they wasted our fucking time and wasted both of these guys' time. I hate the way I they've agree. been using Starks. I hate the way they've been using Jay White. I can't fucking wait for them to get away from each other. I really hope Ricky Starks win this match and advances at least a couple of rounds in this tournament because it's been Ricky Starks' time been his time i don't know what the hell happened after the jericho thing that was supposed to be it 
it made no sense in the first place because he won the first match definitively. And then so why did they have another match? Why did they keep going? Why did they waste more time? God damn it. Pull the trigger on Powerhouse Hobbs. Pull the trigger on Ricky Starks. Let's fucking go. What do you think of that match? Um, I'm not a big, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, big fan of Juice Robinson. Well, I've I never, am. He's awesome. But I've going. never, I've never liked Juice Robinson. Also, I'm a hater because I want his wife. Um, so there's that too. Um, shout out Tony Storm. Uh, but I, you know. I'm growing to to appreciate Juice Robinson more because what I've seen from him over the last couple of months, I guess it's because when I saw him in like you know other promotions, he was an impact at, at one point too. And I just wasn't a fan. I just didn't wasn't a fan of that. So I think him and Ricky could have a really good match. Um if I had to, you know, obviously make a prediction, I would assume Ricky wins this match. I think there's a story there with Ricky. Uh, in the BC Gold, and I think, and I wish, I we can't, I can't speak on the uh, next week's show, but I'm really excited for next week's show, um, more so than anything. So, um, I I think this match will be really good. Um, Ricky has to win, obviously. I think that's a given, um, but. I agree with you that Ricky should be doing more. I agree that Ricky deserves better. I think Ricky made himself get over tremendously in the MJF feud, that brief short feud. Hell I think yeah. I think having him go against Jericho was the wrong move because Jericho is kind of like it bring he brings you down a bit. Um and it's I don't know if it's on per- I don't think it's on purpose by Jericho. Maybe it is, I don't know. But it's like working with him does not add anything. And Adam Cole is a prime example of that, too. Uh, I don't think Adam Cole working with Jericho helped him at all or made it any better. So, um, yeah, I, I think Starks deserves better. Uh, I know Cam would love for his boy Starks to to to, to get some more shine. Uh, and I think working with FTR and Punk, I think we will see Starks get some more shine. Um, my initial pick for the finals of the Owen Hart tournament Punk versus Starks, but I am I've realized that Hobbs and Starks are in the same bracket on the mm. side of the bracket, so that makes they're gonna low. revisit that, yeah, yeah. So I believe we're probably gonna get obviously Hobbs versus Starks in the next, uh, and I guess it's a semifinals, a uh, semifinal match. Um, so I think that's a, that's probably the likely direction that they're gonna take. Um, which is tough, right? Because you got two guys who both should be in. The, that should be the finals. Like that should probably be the finals. There's two guys who need these two guys who it's it's you know Punk said it best. It's like sink or swim now for a lot of these guys. It's like you you got the TV time, you got the opportunity, and I hope Hobbs gets away from QT uh, QT Marshall uh, at some point. I know QT is I don't dislike QT. I just think Hobbs probably needs to be on his own. Um, just because I don't think QT is adding to. That's so, kind of my take on it. I'm a huge QT Marshall fan. I think that's fucking great. But man, this has sucked. This whole thing. I, I'm glad, you know, I, I get it. They wanted to put him together, help him. I get it. It was awesome when QT was frying people up on, on Twitter, but it has 
has gone poorly and regrettable, but I hope Bob just moves on as well. QT Marshall, you're not fooling me, brother. I know your burner account is is on. I know what your burner account is. You follow me on there. I know what your burner account is, and uh, yeah. So shout out to QT Marshall, man. Like I said, he he he's got a wealth of knowledge, been in the business for a long time, and I think with other other wrestlers, I think he fits. But I think Hobbs is a monster. I think, I think he Hobbs, could have could have fit with Hobbs, but it just hasn't. Who I wanted Hobbs to go with was Stokely Hathaway. That's who I wanted him to go with. Yes. He's Mouthpiece Stokely is the guy because they fit stylistically, they fit together, and Stokely can be the mouthpiece and Hobbs can be like the destroyer. And I think Stokely is more like QT is is can talk, but I think Stokely is the guy where it's like it's a little bit more magnetic when Stokely talks and it's like instantly adds a different element to Hobbs. So I'll th- I'll uh, take more Stokely on my TV at any time. Yes, yeah, I think Stokely's awesome, man, and and he's fucking hilarious. And so he's yeah, great. I think I think it, I think it works. I think he did well when he was with Jade. I think the firm the firm could have been done better. I think they kind of blew the blew it on that one. But uh, yeah, so I would love to see Stokely work with Hobbs. Um, although I do believe Stokely will eventually make his way to the Collision and be a regular fixture there. If I had to guess, if I had to guess. This show has a severe lack of uh, Andrade and Miro for me. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I, you know, will I, they be back next week? Do you have a prediction, True? Uh, so funny. I don't actually. Well, actually, no. I think Miro's actually on this show. I'm sorry. He's I just think somewhere a, in it. It's just on a, a listed I, match. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Miro's a part of the show. Um, I will say. I know what the card is for next week. I think that card next week is fucking amazing. And I it's it doesn't feature uh Andrade or Miro, but that's that's right now. And that could change in a week. You know, that could well, change. What the because... fuck? This was supposed to be uh well whatever. I'm not gonna get all negative, but <laughs> well no no no. I, well, 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 here's here's why. I think that was supposed to be the point. It's supposed to where the fuck is Thunder Rosa? Speaking of which, uh Thunder Rosa is backstage right now because she is still not uh officially cleared to wrestle so uh, okay you will uh i can g- confirm that she is she's excited to come back i know that for a fact and i i i, I love me some thunder rosa I, hell I, yeah I, me too I, I really do and i think she is she is great uh i've had a chance to meet her in the past and she is a super dope and i think she is going to have a very major role and uh, and in in shaping the women's division, um, I think Willow Nightingale also is going to be another one that, you know, she's she's been ROH, and New Japan, but sh- I think she'll be on the show uh, Collision a lot more too. So I I I definitely know she'll be on Collision, uh, not <laughs> not too not too not too far from now. But as, but I mean that's obvious because she's a part of the Owen Hart um, tournament, the women's side. So yeah, God damn it, Tony. I need Andrade, Miro, and Thunder Rose on my TV every week. Let's fucking chop, chop, brother. Come on. Well, I'm, well, okay. This is not a spoiler, but the Andrade situation is probably because of the fact he is waiting on some people to be uh-huh. able to be available, yeah. be available to have his back. Um, against obviously he's got a House of Black I, thing going. Hey, on. you can't go in against the House of Black uh, without some without some parts. some some guys uh, behind you. Can't so, go. 
rushing into that fight. Um, so <laughs> another show that will not feature Miro, Andrade, or Thunder Rosa, maybe. Oh, that would be fucking sweet if it did. Uh, are you going to watch Money in the Bank? So there, there's two answers to this. The sound right also- now you hear right now is jaws dropping all over the world because we're talking about the WWE, but... Yeah. Well, there's watching- two answers. There's two answers to that. Will I watch Money in the Bank? No. Will I watch Money in the Bank? Hell no. Uh, those are the two answers. However... Oh my goodness. <laughs> however, I have, surprisingly, uh, everybody thinks I'm, you know, true, true as AEW, true as all about AEW. Not true. A, uh, you know, AEW just pays me here and there. So uh, if WWE paid me, I'd watch WWE every week too. But um, no, I, I absolutely... Um, I actually, I actually want to see the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, so yeah, I mean, let me talk to him. Yeah, I, I like you know me, me old school wrestling fan here. La Knight's throwback. He's a throwback to me. Fuck you know he yes, and I think he's part of kind of what WWE has been missing in terms of that old school feel that gives you that like throwback, like, yo, remember when, you know, da, da, da. like, so his promo skills are, I mean, he does, if you close your eyes, he does a lot of times sound like rock. Uh, but I, mean, if, if you got to sound like somebody, I don't think that's a bad person. I mean, who gives like. a shit? We fucking need him. <laughs> like, yeah. so I, I definitely want to see, uh, definitely want to see, I hope Ellie Knight gets the win. I know people are talking about Logan Paul, I don't think Logan Paul needs a briefcase. I don't think Logan Paul needs anything. I think Logan Paul is. I I did see Logan Paul's some of his matches. I think Logan Paul's he pretty he's he done pretty well for himself considering he's a. But I mean, he's obviously using he's he he's the uh, creative wrestler. He Logan Paul's a creative wrestler on the video game that you give all the yeah. cool moves to, and so I think it's LA Nice Town. I mean, I literally heard. I didn't see it live because I haven't watched SmackDown in ages uh, live, but I did see the segment. Where he it's came out, pop. oh my fucking and he, god! And the crowd loves him. It's like, look, I know WWE has an issue sometimes with striking while the iron's hot. I was going with the thing. Just wait. Once you're done, I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> so if if I had to say anything about WWE, is that LA Knight's your guy, and he's not like a spring chicken. He's not a young guy. He, part you know, of what makes this so fucking dope, man. You know, so he's a Why guy I'm who's so happy been around. For him. And I just never would have guessed that this is the guy, you know, through the impact days, through all the independence and all this stuff, I would never guess he would have turned into this guy. And I remember the LA night thing. I thought it was a terrible idea for him when it first got like LA. It's going to be part of what I got to say too. <laughs> well, so, you, know, you, 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 you go ahead. So first and foremost, just listen to that fucking clip of SmackDown this week. That dude exactly. might be the most, that might dude might be the most over wrestler in wrestling, not the WWE in wrestling um which means in typical wwe fashion they're gonna find a way to outsmart themselves and not give him this fucking briefcase on saturday um today um it's it's fucking depressing the wwe does this all the fucking time they will have the most screamingly obvious thing right in their face and it's like that deters them from doing it they have to do something else they have to they just outsmart themselves and it's happened time and time again. I'm fucking petrified because I just know I'm going to be fucking pissed. Thank fuck there's a UFC show on tomorrow night that I can fucking watch and get some entertainment <laughs> from after I spend the rest of the afternoon fucking mad when this gets fucked up. LA night. It's. Ugh, 
I, I cannot praise that guy. I, I don't have enough praise for how fucking awesome this is. The dude has been a grinder for so many goddamn years. So many years. Impact the indies. Dude's been around. Finally got his shot. They put him in NXT with a JoJo fucking name. He still, they put him in a fucking feud with Bray Wyatt. That was goddamn ridiculous. I love fucking Bray Wyatt. I love the fucking Fiend. I love all that shit. It was goddamn ridiculous. It ended in a Mountain Dew match. Any but 99% of wrestlers would have gotten, they would have been done. They would it would have been they would have had to been rebuilt, repackaged. I'm talking about I'm talking about LA Knight. Being on the other end of that. Being on the other end of that, they would have been destroyed both by being the underneath guy in that feud and by being in something so fucking ridiculous. They would have been done. But LA Knight somehow rose his stock in that fucking situation. Like seized the opportunity by the fucking throat and destroyed it. And got to where he's at. There's just fucking layers of reasons that this is fucking epic. And fuck, I hope he wins tomorrow, today. Um, they probably won't because it's WWE. And they like to, you know, be too smart for the obvious. Oh, they, uh, but they, they're, they're absolutely giving that to uh, to Logan Paul. And they're going to treat it like a, this is crowning achievement. And yeah, like I, like I see it. I see the play. Um, you know, I think it's a part of why I don't watch WWE is I kind of get tired. know you're going to be pissed off, yeah. Yeah, it's like I just get tired of watching guys that are, like, so much better than what they're giving their, you know, credit for and in, in, in their push. And it's like you're watching this, like, super talented wrestlers who go out there and get themselves over because let's be clear. L.A. Knight went out there and really got himself over because textbook. none of us would have guessed. Textbook. When you look it up in the fucking book, that should be the example. And it's like watching that, it's so surreal because it's like, dude, this dude is, uh, you know, very, very just, he, like, he, he just has it. And it just makes sense. And it just works. And it's 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 something that I want to see uh, him him kind of just like continue killing it, and I want to see him win. I want to see him win, and I want to see him be uh, a champion. Honestly, um, hell yeah, fuck yeah. You know, I th- I think I think that is that's what that's that's the next move for WWE. I think you found somebody who's so over, but what you're gonna probably do is not give him. Anything the fuck else. That yeah, was kind okay. of um that was kind of when I finally quit on WWE and then when Triple H <laughs> kind of took over. Um that's why I came back and kind of gave him another shot. But before like that yeah. Before that, it was I distilled what you're saying, which is just nothing matters. People getting themselves over don't doesn't matter. Matches don't matter. Titles don't matter. Just nothing fucking matters. It's just whatever they feel like putting out on this segment of TV to to appeal to whatever segment that they're trying to appeal to, and that's what they're going to do. Nothing fucking matters. How good somebody is, how over they get themselves. If it's not part of the plan, 
then it's not going to happen. And it just doesn't fucking matter. Um, so there's a fine opportunity to show us something fucking different. WWE, hope you don't waste it. What do we got going on at DAR this weekend? We got a little surprise, actually, for Nostalgia Hour next week. Um, I'm excited to show you guys. We'll give you a little bit. We'll start talking about it on Twitter here in the next couple of days after it's in the can. Um, what else do we got going on on DAR this weekend and into next week? Man, look, there are a shit ton of articles on the way, uh, all being uh, edited and, and handled by yours truly. Uh, we have uh, an excellent article editing staff. <laughs> yes, yes. That's that that staff being myself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, so I am uh finishing up that I am editing currently while we're doing this, uh the NBA article, which I literally had set up to go live, and then thirty-five thousand people signed free agency deals. So now I'm editing that and adding little adding those little pieces and, and stuff like that. So that'll be up. Um obviously we have uh gosh man we we got some more podcasts coming up some more content um there is possibly very soon going to be dar uh sports and media talking a little bit less sports maybe some music talk some some nostalgia hour rap talk or you know some other stuff too maybe getting to look we got a lot of things coming also we got a great article um about all in uh, and the importance of that to the UK, that'll be dropping tomorrow. Uh, also, another article, some video game reports and some video game stuff going. Honestly, it's too much content to even list because I I can't even remember everything off the top of my head. That's how locked in we are right now. Got some possible guests coming up, too, in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. Um, really excited. Also, guess I can announce it here as well. I am releasing my first solo album in the last eight months. So there is a True God solo album coming out. It's also a DAR Elite, uh, straight out of a comic book, comic book-based album that we just finished that's coming out, and a True God and Apollo duo album called Older Gods Do Evolve, which is, and, and for Eric, it is 90s hip-hop straight all the way through a uh, throwback to a time where lyrics mattered and rappers had to rap. We will probably talk about it on um, one of the nostalgia pods, but me and you have talked about often how we feel that the, uh, you know, roughly 96 through 06 was, was the, the golden age of rap. Um, and I, let me tell you guys, as somebody who's listened to plenty of DAR rap, it sounds like it's right out of that era. It has a very particular sound, a very particular uh, lyrical approach, and uh, not not put myself as some as some expert or aficionado on rap, but I do know what sounds like the rap that I used to enjoy during that time frame, and this shit does. So if that sounds good to you, check out these fucking albums. That's a fact. Music is timeless too. I want people to understand hip hop is timeless. There's a lot of people who, and this is this is obviously getting a little ahead of ahead of ourselves because we're not we're not quite at the music <laughs> throwback podcast yet. Part of part of the podcast, but no, music is timeless, man. When you make hip hop, when you make I don't care R and B, soul, rock, you know, jazz, country, whatever you make, music is timeless, and the sound, the sound can evolve while still being what people love, and I think. 
that is what's important. I think it's, you could even kind of put that in, in in the vibe with wrestling too, you know? Like you can still have what people consider also throwback to the old, like people say collision is a throwback to the older days of wrestling when it's like, nah, it's just wrestling, you know? Like we don't make throwback hip-hop, we make hip-hop. Hip-hop is not just because you want to toss some different beats on and just da 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 That's cool if you're in the club. That's cool, you know? But, like, rap is rap. There's different elements to hip-hop. There's different elements to rap. It never dies. And if anything, that'll be my final words when talking about these albums that are coming out, is that we got a bunch of great music, a bunch of great content, great producers. And, yeah, so stay tuned for that. D-A-R, we are working 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 our asses off right now again we got so much cool stuff coming we can't even damn remember it and list it all and that right there should let you know that the world of dir media never stops Gotta make a move, nigga. Yeah, we see y'all be steady bouncing to a beat to sound like DRE or maybe Battle Cat. Loaded Lux got me watching battle rap. Loading up my 38, you better never tattle that. Good smoke, good pussy, good up in my habitat. Sick of all the silly tricks, send them where the rabbits at. Swing a couple irons like it's Caddyshack, me and Apollo. Got some models that's been dying to follow. I said, it's the West in here tonight. East side, but the drama been so clear tonight. All the bad bitches got nothing to fear tonight. We just rockin', smoking something you can hear tonight. We the leaders of the new school, follow the shit And give me a bad red bone to swallow this dick Bitch, rolling up the smoke Chevy on them hundred spokes Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go, let's go We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. Cruising the city, ride with something pretty about to show about D.A.R. Are you with me? It's your time The whole spine We smooth like wine And I'm looking at my watch It's about that time We just make you wanna dance All night long We just make you wanna move All night long We back at the hotel Yes, it went well we going hard to the bar, ring the bell. Last call for alcohol. We need to get lit, have it with jaws, baby. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on them hundred spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go, let's go. We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. Just got word that the plug got that good in stock. Plus it's still sunny outside, so you know we pullin' out. Feel me? It ain't no reason it should be that hot, but I ain't complaining. Been out here so long, it still ain't raining. All these tough guys know they wanna weigh in. I just give them a bit of game and I have to say.
say when if it overflows that's just a drip i ain't never been the one to slip but what you come to get that's what i'm running with just to show y'all who y'all be fucking with say it's been too long give me in the seat when the weekend rolls around it's just a remedy no i got a motherfucking tendency to wild out but i'm a ride out before they get to me oh. Like that. It's like that. It's like that.